once again, this is Reverend Michael Springer with your morning inspiration from down at the Grove. I wanted to share with you this morning a story about a lady that was an unlikely leader. She wasn't a very impressive looking person, just a little over five feet tall, in her late thirties with dark brown weathered hair. She couldn't read or write. The clothes she wore were coarse and worn, though neat. When she smiled, people could see that her two top front teeth were missing. She lived alone. It was said that she had abandoned her husband when she was 29. She gave him no warning. One day he woke up and she was gone. She talked to him only once after that, years later, and she never mentioned his name again. Her employment was intermittent. Most of the time, she took domestic jobs in small hotels, scrubbing floors and making up rooms, cooking. But just about every spring and fall, she would disappear from her place of employment, come back broke, and work again to scrape together what little money she could. When she was present on the job, she worked hard and seemed physically tough, but she also was known to have fits where she would suddenly fall asleep. She attributed her affliction to a blow to the head she had taken as a teenager. Who would respect a woman like this? The answer is the hundreds of slaves who followed her to freedom out of the South. They recognized and respected her leadership, so did just about every abolitionist in New England. The year was 1857. The woman's name was Harriet Tubman. She was only in her 30s. Harriet Tubman came to be called Moses because of her ability to go into the land of captivity and bring so many of her people out of slavery's bondage. Tubman started life as a slave herself. She was born in 1820 and grew up in the farmland of Maryland. When she was 13, she received the blow on the head that troubled her all her life. She refused and blocked the overseer's way, and the man threw a two-pound weight that hit her in the head, and she nearly died. At the age of 24, she married John Tubman, a free black man. But when she talked to him about escaping to freedom to the north, he wouldn't hear of it. Tubman made her way to Philadelphia. Pennsylvania via the Underground Railroad, a secret network of free blacks and white abolitionists and Quakers who helped escaping slaves on the run. Though free herself, she vowed to return to Maryland and bring her family out. In 1850, she made her first return trip as an Underground Railroad conductor. Each summer and winter, Tubman worked for the funds she needed to make the 
make the return trip to the south, and every spring and fall she asks her her life. She risks her life by going south and returning with more people. She was fearless. Her leadership was unshakable, and it was extremely dangerous work. When people in her charge wavered, she was strong as steel, knowing that escaped slaves who fell would be beaten and tortured until they gave information about those who had helped them. Tuckman's reputation and influence commanded respect, and not just among slaves who dreamed of gaining their freedom. Harriet Tubman would appear to be an unlikely candidate of leadership because the deck was certainly stacked against her. She was uneducated. She lived in a culture that didn't respect African Americans, and she labored in a country where women didn't have the right to vote at that time. Despite her circumstances, she became an incredible leader. Greatness in the last analysis is largely due to bravery, courage in escaping from old ideals and old standards and respectable ways of doing things. Do you have you challenged yourself today? Have we challenged our ideas? Have we challenged the things that we have in our minds? Have you taken the opportunity to step up and do the things that other people are trying to do? Take time out in your life to decide which direction that you are going. Take time out to stand up and challenge yourself. I too have challenged myself during this time of quarantine. I sit down each and every day and I begin to read and educate myself. Education is the key to making a change in your life. No matter who you are, there are thousands of ways that we can move forward in this life. So don't give up. Continue moving forward continuing improving yourself, your education, and your health. And God will make a way. My life's motto will always be Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Have a great day. This is Reverend Michael Springer from Down at the Grove.